right, guys, uh, welcome back to uh, the Sam series. <laughs> uh, thanks for getting us back on the podcast. Uh, we have sorted out our problems, haven't we, Kyle? Yeah, all the technical issues we had with lockdown. Our poor Sean, he had some serious uh, connection problems on his end. And then oh. we had problems on my side as well with the recording and stuff like that. Yeah, That's yeah. all sorted. We can now actually finally communicate again. It's pretty cool. That's fantastic. And hey, bro, it's the big 1-0, number 10 of the podcast, man. Yeah, a whole decade worth of uh, <laughs> episodes so far. So yeah. we're getting there. We're getting there. We're getting there. But uh, uh, yeah, we've, we've actually had, we've been in contact with some interesting people these days. Yeah, early enough. Lockdowns, lockdowns allowed us to chat to some serious guys in the market, in the industry and stuff like that. So Yeah, so we had a chance yeah. to bit snooping around and being like, okay, <laughs> we can use these guys. Oh, oh these guys are cool. No, so we got plenty, some, plenty more still coming. We've up. got some very interesting shows coming up for you guys. Even today's one, the the the, the um, interview that we had today was quite very intriguing, to be honest. Um, but we'll, we'll speak about that later. We'll we'll we'll, we'll break into it. Later. We'll break into Just it shortly, video. actually, guys. Uh, obviously, riding with lockdown's been a bit of a mission. Mm, I'll cry. Um, yeah. There, there's obviously <laughs> been no runs whatsoever. There's been no events whatsoever. More like what riding? <laughs> Everything's been cancelled. Uh, I saw actually online Honda did a whole virtual motor show on their side after all of their motor shows were closed down. Oh, I didn't see that. To be honest. Yeah, so you know a lot of the manufacturers are also struggling uh, quite badly. Uh, sales are forget just sales being down. Riding point blank is just yeah. It's 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 been down across the board on everybody's side. Yeah, it's just it's rough, guys. It's, I mean, we'll all be struggling right now, especially the bikers. But anyway, yeah. but <laughs> guys, anyway, getting getting off topic there now. So uh, today's interview, we're gonna break straight into it. Uh, we've got all terrain gear. Mister Jonathan's with us. Coming up after the break. <laughs> So guys, a very big welcome to Jonathan from ATG and Usha. Uh, if you guys haven't read the blog post yet, uh, ATG is all-terrain gear. They do some seriously, seriously epic, proudly South African saddlebags and duffel bags and stuff like that for the, the motorcycle market. Um, I know it's it's something that a lot of guys would would tend to go for, especially on the adventure side. Although I must say, I did sort of soft test it out on the, the shadow on my side as well. And you know what? These pannier bags, it's something that could really go universally on any type of bike. So yeah, Jonathan, welcome to the podcast. Uh, we thank you for taking the time. Would you just like to quickly introduce yourself to our audience? Morning, Kyle. Morning, listeners. Uh, thank you very much for having me. Um... Uh, it's good to be back operating. I've been operating for a few weeks now with a couple of projects. Yeah, but uh, I've ha I've owned All Terrain Gear, the business and the brand, for six years now. And as you've as you've mentioned, we specialise in outdoor gear, mainly for the motorbike market, um, and we specialise in soft luggage. Mm -hmm. And we have our range of earplugs, 
among other products. I'm looking forward to, to chatting to you guys. Oh, thanks, Jonathan. Um, we're actually glad to have you on our podcast, man. It's uh, great to actually speak to, to people like you that help us out as bikers. And uh, you said that you specialize in um, outdoor gear mainly for motorcycles. If I may ask, is it because you are self a rider or do you still ride? And um, tell us a bit more about the outdoor gear and uh, what all you have in stock for us, man. Please, man. Thanks, Sean. Um, uh, no, I, I don't actively ride. Um, um, and I'll tell you why. I've got a bike, but um, my father and I have, have built airplanes and we fly airplanes. And I've got a two-year-old and a four-year-old and I've got two businesses. So unfortunately, um, right now, I don't have the time. <laughs> um, but let me just tell you a little bit about the products that we've got, um, the history of the business and what we can do going forward. Um, the history of the business is that it was started by a couple who, who did ride, who do ride, um, and um, they preferred overlanding riding to running the business, so they, they passed it on to me. Um, I um, saw the opportunity, the, you know, the, the business all-terrain gear and the brand is a South African business, um, and there's the opportunity to to add product. Um, it, it, it's a very nice platform to add product to the motorbike market and other markets, other outdoor markets. Um, yeah, so so we've got all-terrain gear, and we've got the brand, we've got the business all-terrain gear, we've got the brand ATG, um, where the ATG products are locally mainly locally sewn manufactured products um, going forward and then under the umbrella of all-terrain gear we import the osa waterproof welded uh, duffel bags backpacks uh, a full range of 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 that kind of bag um, and we've got the alpine range of earplugs yeah, and the uh, sorry, the MotorSafe, um, not not the MotorSafe, the Motor Solution, um, fog tech and raincoat um, wipes for goggles, and then just to tell you a little bit about when I said I had two businesses uh, a year ago, I set up an industrial sewing business um, to fit into the supply chain of of all terrain gear. Um, so now what we're doing is we are able to R&D new sewn products. Um, we're working on some more tool rolls, um, some uh, a, a duffel bag and a backpack range. Um, and uh, what else have we worked on? Yeah, that's about it at the moment. It, it, it takes a lot of our time to R&D. You know, you... you um, you 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 look at product you design a new product you think about it and then you spend a couple of days cutting and making and then you find that it just doesn't work so you have to go back to the drawing board and start all over again or or, or make amendments um yeah so that's that's where we are at the moment um in the atg range we've got um, our saddlebags tool rolls we've got our stretcher obviously um 
and yeah, a, a few um, little gas, a, a little gas stove and a, um, a liquid fuel stove. Hopefully, that sums it up. Yeah, you know, Jonathan, it's very interesting to hear you. You know, ex talking now about the the research and development side of it. Um, obviously, a lot of people don't actually. I don't think a lot of people realise just how much is involved in something like that. Um, a lot of people obviously think, oh, you know, it's, it's just a simple pattern that, get, that gets thrown down onto some material, cut out, and then obviously sewed together. But there's obviously a lot more involved in that regarding the IP66 rating that you guys have. Uh, Motorcycle-wise, though, just quickly off off topic there, uh, very interesting that you've got a motorcycle that you're not currently riding. Um, there's actually a lot of people that I know that, you know, they've they've put their, their riding itself to the sideline temporarily while they're obviously busy with everything else and stuff like that. If I may ask, what motorcycle is it that you have that you have that you own? And then, yeah, coming back quickly to the to the research and the, the R and D side, the research and development side. Um, IP sixty six. Now, I'm guessing a lot of guys, obviously, that are listening to this episode, aren't gonna know exactly. You know, we all see IP sixty six, but I don't think a lot of people realize what IP sixty six actually is. Could you just give us a breakdown of the IP sixty six quickly? You know, just to give the guys a little bit more information regarding what an IP66 rating actually means. The IP ratings, um, there's a lot online. It's it's very easy. You can just type in IP66, for example, and they, they, you can look at Wikipedia. Um, it's the in it's an international standard of ingress protection. The first uh, digit is against solid or dust particles and the second is uh, against uh, water or moisture or liquid um, the first uh, the dust particles uh, i think it's one uh, to six and the water is not to eight um, and so according to the standard rp66 is basically a hundred percent um, protected from dust and the six for water is can handle water jet uh, from any direction um, and a quick submersion so it can be dunked but can't remain underwater for long and what how, how our rp66 rated bags work are that they are welded seams and a roll top uh, enclosure uh, or opening so there's no stitch in the pvc fabric to create a hole or puncture in the fabric so the, the weld is a um, sealed join between panels of fabric yeah no thanks Jonathan. i mean i don't want to sound dumb or anything but i don't even know what it means um Kyle tried to explain to me between lines what it means, but yeah, thank you for the whole explanation. It's actually nice of you to, to uh, let our listeners know, even let me know, man. It was yeah quite nice though, and it's it's actually brilliant. Um, I just wish they made more of this stuff, <laughs> especially the lining of the jackets and stuff like that. Maybe that should work. <laughs> anyway, um, I was mentioning, wanting to ask if. Uh, 
Are there any new products that you're going to bring out during the side, or what's the new um, plans for the future, mate? Uh, can I say, like, any new gadgets coming out for the bike campers, or any new stuff that uh, the bikers might be interested in? Uh, yeah, so I just wanted to know if there's, what's your plans for the future, if I can ask like that. Yeah, Sean, uh, these these technical aspects are always a nice to know and I enjoy learning about them and keep me on my toes. <laughs> um, yeah, and, and with regards to new product, we've um, I've taken over the X-Culture leg bag pattern. Um, we've done a first run. Uh, we're about to do a second run, which will put us in stock. Probably be another two to three weeks now that everything's opening up um, we go to manufacture on those and we've been working on um, a couple of tool roll options uh, a duffel bag range a backpack range um, yeah a few other projects in the pipeline haven't finalized my thinking on them or the products um, all just snowballing at the moment Obviously, here in South Africa, we don't do any welded RP66 product. Um, we, we sew product, and it's all about the design, um, the ergonomics of it, the, uh, and the technical fabric that we can get our hands on and, and how it suits the product that we're trying to make. Yeah, so, so I'm, lo I'm looking forward to some some new products coming out soon. Um, I've been enjoying the R&D and the design and, and really getting a feel for new product. And hopefully in the next few months, we will be adding to our ATG range. Yeah, you know, that's interesting that you, that you say you're taking over the X-Culture um, designs and patterns there, Jonathan. Uh, silly question, are you gonna then obviously start branding and marketing it on your side uh, will, it, will it become part of your range and yeah you know a lot of people don't realize just how important something like the x-culture gene really is in terms of protection if you do come off the bike um, you know <laughs> I know we all we all say that we don't drop our bikes and we don't fall and we don't anything like that but you know what it happens guys you know so yeah, Jonathan, uh, X Culture, that, 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 that would be quite interesting to see if you guys come out with that. Another interesting factor that you just brought up now as well is you know the PVC welding, the IP66 PVC welding. So is it is it a lack of equipment in South Africa that we we struggling to see that come into the market that it's being done locally, or is it just a case of it's just too expensive to run locally? Um, the welding for the IP66 ratings, you know, could you explain a little bit more on that, you know, just for, for interest's sake, you know, in terms of, in terms of product itself, you know, I mean, obviously it'd be a bit of a mission, you do all the research and development and you have to send it over somewhere to get it done, to get it back to then obviously reassemble everything this side in order to, to release it to the market. Um, just a silly question that's just crossed my mind you know i mean like why why aren't we doing the welding and stuff like that locally would it not be more cost effective to do it locally 
I've I've only taken over the X Culture leg bag. Um, as far as I know, X Culture they have downsized, but they're continuing with their pants. That's the last I heard. With regards to to manufacturing locally, um, yeah, unfortunately we just we just can't beat the Chinese. Um, you know, to manufacture, for example, a, a backpack, you would need um, a cutting die for for the the number of panels that the backpack would have. So that's probably four or five panels plus another cutting die for the um, the external pocket plus cutting dies for all the little squares that hold the webbing on. Um, and then for every die that you've got, you've then got to have the welding die. And if you had five or 10 panels in the bag, you would want five or 10 welding machines so that you could have a production line. And you would then have to produce a lot of uh, a lot of bags every day, every month, and I don't think the South African market um, demands that many bags. Um, I've been to the factory in China. It's a six-story monster of a building. You know, the first story is storage of PVC, the second story is cutting, the third story is printing, the fourth and fifth story are, are welding and, and finishing, um, and the office at the top. It's it's just one of those things. We we can do certain things here. We just can't compete with other products and uh, and other production of production of products um, when it comes to competing with China. Yeah, no, sweet. Thanks, Jonathan, for the whole um, explanation, man. Um, I just want to ask if I can um, now, due to this whole corona coronavirus epidemic and everything like that um how did that affect you on uh your sales and on, on 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 your on your side how did it affect you if i may ask um we're all crying about it yes but uh i don't i don't think that the the guys out there understand how hard it is on everyone yet eh? <laughs> i mean i hear you back online now and i'm actually glad for it though but uh yeah like i said just uh if you can just explain to us uh how you organize during an epidemic like this. So not saying there's going to be, but if there's another one, people at least know that they can contact you and, uh, and get sales from you in, in a way. Thanks, man. Sean, luckily I, I managed to make a few sales, online sales during the the initial lockdown period, um, which kept me mentally positive. Um, but if, if you're wanting to know sort of real numbers for your listeners, I suppose that turnover over the five weeks got to about 20% of my normal overhead. So I had to dig into the cash reserves to, to keep going. Um, luckily, you know, landlords came to the party with reduction in rental rates and um, certain other costs like advertising were reduced somewhere. Some didn't exist because certain magazines couldn't go out. Um, yeah, um, but once we went online with e-commerce and level four, I was able to dispatch those those backdated orders, and um, a lot of the e-commerce guys have come back online, which has boosted sales a bit. But I'm nowhere near um, getting back to normal. Um, you know, we've lost we lost a little bit of time before the lockdown. 
Um, guys started to to hold back on orders the week before lockdown. So we're heading for we're getting close to to three months of of really reduced sales. Um, and if you if you add up your normal turnover three over three months, and then you have a look at what you've really done, I'll I'll never ever make that that turnover back. Um, so going forward, hopefully we don't we don't go back to a level four. I don't. I, I really hope we don't go back to a level five. Um, but if we if we're at level four, e-commerce carries on, um, and it'll just be it'll just be about really putting some effort into making ourselves visible um, online. Um, it was quite challenging to get going in level four because a lot of other businesses weren't open and or um, were working on a skeleton staff and so the whole supply chain was disrupted and what would normally take a couple of days was taking a week maybe two weeks just to get to get answers and inputs and raw materials yeah so so it, in in some ways it's 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 I felt quite positive about how the people have come back um, they've they've come back with a renewed sense of of business some of them um, so hopefully hopefully from when we, when we are in level three and and less people are business will be good yeah no look jonathan i think we've all taken quite a bit of a knock with the lockdown situations um it's affected businesses right across uh, globally not just locally so yeah um yeah jonathan uh from south africa motorcyclist side i'd just like to say a very big thank you for coming on to the podcast with us guys check out uh, jonathan and M's site and give them some support and love uh, that we'll obviously add the links to at the bottom of the of the podcast episode like always so you guys can check out their links and follow them and check out what awesome products they're bringing out and you know what they have to offer for you guys jonathan once again very huge thank you for coming onto the show with us thanks kyle and sean for having me on the show it was great chatting with you guys um i trust your listeners will have enjoyed our discussion and um all the best to everybody i hope that the opening up of the business and economy and leisure time goes well and um hopefully we can chat soon in in the future uh once again thanks for having me cheers guys and we're back after that uh big ups for mr jonathan from uh, atg and osha uh thanks for the all the information he's brought up for us and uh guys please go ahead and go check him out yes yeah, links in the descriptions guys as always it's always there but hey it's some a great stuff man yeah to be really yeah, yeah you know what i was actually checking out some of these products and stuff like that now during lockdown and uh, i managed to actually purchase and he managed to ship it after the lockdown and stuff like that this stuff is really rigid guys this stuff is really strong it's decent quality stuff 
It's proudly South African. And it looks amazing. It looks amazing. It really does look amazing. Obviously, we haven't mounted anything yet. Uh, it's it's going to get mounted onto a GS1200 Adventure. Uh, we haven't managed to mount anything yet because we're still waiting for the mounting plates and stuff like that. Uh, but as soon as we get that, we'll definitely be posting pics on our social media of that stuff. Definitely, so definitely. you guys can check it out. Um, now, also talking about the whole not riding and stuff, I recently saw that there was a few, um, actually a lot of bikers helping out with the food packages and stuff for... Yeah, there was a lot of the clubs doing it, eh? Yeah, a lot of clubs doing it. And it's a big ups to them, though, because uh, first of all... Uh, you're helping other people. Yeah. A. Huge, huge up to you guys. Seriously representing the motorcycle. True, bro. True brotherhood, brotherhood going and on stuff there, man. There, really, guys. Yeah, no, look, and uh, I mean, we all need help, and especially the guys that's out there struggling a bit mm -hmm. more than the others. Uh, just shows that we're not all um, grumpy ass old men sitting in a bar. We're not just scary guys <laughs> wrapped in leather with wrapped tattoos all over us, willing to fight. We're actually, we've got soft hearts. Yeah, we've got hearts, you know. So, yeah, big ups to those guys. I'm actually I'm actually very glad and also very sad that I wasn't part of that, to be honest. Yeah. Um, But, yeah, so, Carl, you wanted to say something about... The Freedom Run, the yes, freedom run, the Freedom bro. Run. Yeah, guys, so um, we, we have been planning a run for the end of lockdown. Uh, from freedom, yeah, literally the freedom <laughs> run, literally the freedom run. Um, it's gonna run from the blockhouse on R fifty nine. For those guys in Joburg that know, uh, blockhouse on R fifty nine. We're gonna take a slightly scenic route through to the Rossi Bar. Uh, that'll unfortunately only happen when lockdown allows us to go. So tentatively, we've got the date set for the twenty first which is a Sunday, uh, it's 21st of June as far as I know, yes. 21st of June tentatively. Not saying that it's going to happen it's on It's not going to happen on that day, so you know, just check out the event, the link's also on, on the, the bio and stuff like that, so just check out the link on that as well. Um, it's our first host of riding and stuff like that, it's purely social. There's no entrance fees or anything like that. It's for um, pure riding. All the bikers, yeah. all the guys who couldn't ride, we all want to ride. So we just thought, why the hell not? That's it. It's flat out run, riding. Know? There's no, you know what? If you belong to a club, you're more than welcome to join. You're more than welcome to bring your whole club with as well. That's also all good. Um, we are gonna have marshals running up and down on the pack itself. So yeah, you know it'll be a pretty cool thing. We're not doing patches. No, we're, we're not, not doing, doing patches, patches and we're not doing badges. No, it's 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 purely just for the freedom. That's it. It's the it's freedom. Just, it's just getting back on the bike and hitting the road. And uh, yeah, we're also going to be having uh, our shirts displayed, to be honest. Yeah, what we're going to do is we've, we've actually sat down and, and designed a shirt specifically for the run. Especially for the run, yeah. Um, which will not be available for pre-order. We will literally only take orders... On the day. So, only guys that are at the run can order those shirts. Yes, none after, none before. It's no. only if you're by the run, if you do the run, yeah, you will get the shirts. Otherwise, sorry guys, it's just, uh, <laughs> it's just how we were planning it, you know. Yeah. Um, but it's, yeah, it's, it's for the Freedom Run. It's going to say the Freedom Run. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I'm actually loading up the designs probably sometime later this week. 
but yeah, I'll so load up the designs on the event itself. So check out on the event on Facebook and you'll see the designs of the shirts. Um, we are giving the guys option of putting their name on the sleeve. Yes, we are. So if you want to have yours personalized specifically to you, pay for a way. But also now during the winter coming on and, and uh, winter's coming. Yeah, winter <laughs> is coming. Uh, we, all, we all have our hoodies and our long sleeves and stuff also up for grabs. So if you yep. guys want to go check that out, it will be in the description too. The link will be there. Um but yeah, guys, so hopefully we'll see you guys then. Hopefully it's the right date, and hopefully this lockdown stops because, my man, I yep. am tired of sitting at home. Yeah, look, it's as far as I know, as far as what we're, I was actually chatting to the guys from the Rossi Bar, and as far as what we've been able to find out government-wise is that uh, they'll be able to allow sit-down in lockdown two. We're, we're not 100% sure yet. Yeah, that's why that's what we're asking you guys just to keep an eye on it. We'll we'll, we'll post if it's a definite. We'll be like, yeah. this is the date, this is when it's happening, this is the time. You guys already know where it's gonna start. Then it's a four way, but uh, unfortunately we have to now accommodate with our lovely uh, people. Yeah, the guys the on high top, chairs. unfortunately. Um, so yeah, that's why we made we made a date, and if it doesn't end up on that date, we'll definitely give you the right one. Yeah, let's, let's just put it this way. The first chance that, that Rossi Bar is able to allow sit-down clientele, yeah. it'll be that first Sunday. It'll be that first Sunday as soon as they say, okay, sweet, you guys can now sit down at a restaurant. Uh, obviously, there's going to be spacing and stuff like that. Obviously, there's going to be regulations. You guys are going to probably get covered with, with uh, sanitizer and stuff like that, but... You know what, we, we're not going to do that at the actual starting point. Uh, we obviously won't be doing that during the ride. Uh, definitely not. I mean, there's social distancing at its best. Yeah, no, look, seriously. And then, um, yeah, obviously at the event, it's, uh, at, the, at the end venue, uh, we'll obviously have everybody up there. Yeah, but it's merely, it's merely a ride, and then when we get to the Rossi bar, you can order your shirts. Yeah, and, you can order uh, your shirts. Have and a drink, have some chow, and then from there on... We'll you're all on up. yours, yeah. You're all on your own, but it's it's more just for the camaraderie of of being able to ride again. So yeah, yeah just keep an eye out on that one, guys. Getting our iron horses blood running again. That's it. And like Shawnee said, you know, obviously we've got the hoodies and the long sleeves for the guys that are scared of winter and stuff like that. <laughs> scared of winter. Um, we've 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 got all of that still up on the market and stuff like that. It is available to order through our Facebook page, our Instagram. Um, I don't actually know what is the Instagram? Is it a page? I would say it's a page. I think it's Instagram. I think page. so. Yeah, page or a profile, but uh, we'll, we'll either get way, into either that. way, man. Um, <laughs> just drop us a direct message if you guys want to order any of our designs and stuff like that. Uh, if you want a sizing chart in order to order, uh, just drop us a personal message and one of us will reply to that quickly for you and get that shipped out to you ASAP. But yeah, man, so I guess that's it, Mr. Carl. That's it. So uh, next podcast will be obviously in two weeks' time. In two weeks' time, we're going to run our normal schedule yep. every second week Wednesday, right? Yep, that's it. That's every it. second week Wednesday. So we're back to normal. Lockdown on our side is partially over. <laughs> partially. Partially. Awesome. But anyway, yeah, thanks guys for listening. And uh, once again, thanks for me and Kyle. Peace out, guys. Mm-hmm.